Do the best you can with whatever budget you have, with whether, whatever footage you have. Get started. Just start. Welcome to the Journey to Paid Speaking Gigs podcast, where we focus on how to find your voice, develop your message so that you can get consistently paid speaking gigs that generate income. Not only are you going to learn how to find your voice, but you're going to hear from professionals in the industry who are making a powerful impact, sharing their story and transforming lives. My name is Charles Clark. I'm an international speaker and ex-professional athlete, and I believe everyone has a story to tell, but many aren't telling it. And that is why I created this podcast, because I'm passionate about helping people break the silence, even if their voice shakes. Karen Hurt has recently been named Inc.'s list of 100 great leadership speakers and America's Management Association's 50 Leaders to Watch. Karen Hurt helps leaders all around the world achieve breakthrough results without losing their soul. She inspires transformational change through inspiring and practical leadership development programs. Karen has over two decades of experience in customer service, sales, and human resources. She is an award-winning author of three books, Winning Well, A Manager's Guide to Getting Results Without Losing Your Soul, Overcoming an Imperfect Boss, and Glowstone Peak, a leadership storybook for readers of all ages. All right, so Karen, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so let the Thrive Tribe know who is Karen Hurt and how does she find herself sharing her story and transforming lives? Oh, so I uh, run a company called Let's Grow Leaders with my husband and we're a leadership development firm and we work internationally with people to get through the chaos and the uncertainty uh, and really, to your point, thrive and not just survive. And uh, so we've written a couple of books and but our message is really you can get great results and stay a decent human being along the way. And our first book was called Winning Well, A Manager's Guide to Getting Results Without Losing Your Soul. And our second book is uh, Courageous Cultures, How to Build Teams of Micro-Innovators, Problem Solvers, and Customer Advocates. So that's a bit about what we're about. I was an executive at Verizon for 20 years before starting Let's Grow Leaders. And uh, so that's that was a, a real journey in my, I never thought I would leave Verizon. But in my last role, I experienced a moment where I watched a some really to- what I considered really toxic leadership behavior mm-hmm. from someone in a very senior role, and I thought, I never want to lead like that. And so I happened to be out with her on the corporate jet. So I went to the bed, which is, it was a big deal for me. I didn't do that. That wasn't like how I live my life most of the time. So I went to the back of the jet and I pulled out my laptop and I just started writing down all the things that I valued about leadership and how I wanted to lead. And then that Sunday, I started a leadership blog about how do you get great, great results and really stay a human, decent human being along yeah. the way. And uh, what I did not expect was that the blog, I was really writing the blog for my team, like, but I was never using the word Verizon, but I just thought, yeah. okay, we're, let's just get our heads on straight here. Mm-hmm. What I never expected was that the blog would get this international following and people started calling and saying, when are you writing your book? Can you be our keynote speaker? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> day job. And uh, so what was real, I, that I really thought about it though. And so I did this experimental keynote just for free. I took the day off and I went and I keynoted the International Customer Service Association conference. And I got off the stage 
And the guy who was speaking next is named Shep Hyken. He happened to be the president of the National Speakers Association, but I, I didn't know. And he says to me, so when are you leaving Verizon? <laughs> and I said, oh my gosh, did I say that from the stage? Because I was so nervous. It was my first speech. Yeah. And, and he says, no, 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 no. But I can tell you are meant to do this. Wow. Like you have a message and you are passionate about it and the world needs to hear it. And he said, so feel? here's the thing, you know, like, when you're ready, call me and I'll help you. Wow. Yeah. When, so that was, that was the pivot. When, when he said that, how did, how did that make you feel? When I someone thought, saw you know something what? inside of you that maybe I, yeah, you didn't see. And I thought, yeah, I thought, you know, I think he's right. Right. Cause I was really feeling the momentum and people were responding to the message in writing. And I had been doing a ton of speaking internally, so I wasn't scared of speaking, yeah. but it was my first time to go outside of Verizon to speak. Yeah. And I thought, so I know how to do this a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it's so funny because that first speech, I'm now knowing what I know, it was, clum it was clumsy, you know, <laughs> but it was authentic. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it crazy, like, how your speech don't have to be polished. It can be all over the place, but people can see the authenticity inside of you and say that that's someone who needs to be honest. That's someone who needs to be impacting people's lives. Yes. Yes. So tell me about how important was it for your business to know who you serve before you started serving them? Vital. Vital. And so we say, you know, who we're after, <laughs> you know, who our message is for is managers who are feeling burned out, frustrated, disillusioned, or senior leaders who want to hire us to help build a better culture so that their managers don't feel that way. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. We're in a total revamp of our website and our messaging right now because our, we have grown so much during COVID and really want, have, it's been helpful to think about who we are and what we serve in this new world. And, one of the things that uh, as we've been doing the discovery for this, we said, you know, we're just going to put on the website, we serve human-centered leaders. Like, if you're not a human-centered leader, we're not for you. Yeah. Go hire someone else. Right. And that's, you know, it, you know, as you grow, like, it's easy when you start your business to think, well, I just do leadership development. It could be for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to lead through fear and intimidation, or if you're only about the bottom line and you're not worried about building a culture where people feel good about the work that they're doing and coming to work, mm. I don't feel good about helping you, right. you know? And so I think it's really important for, to get grounded in that. Who do you serve? Yeah, D definitely. It's the idea of, you know, we're all in a niche, but you, you got to niche down. And, and, and every time, you know, I get on these conference calls or, you know, I have these podcast interviews, you see the uniqueness in that person and who they serve. So, you know, yours is leadership, but really you, you, the, the focus and the heart of it is what? It's human-centered leadership. Right, mm -hmm. right. So, Tribe, I, I don't know if you're seeing what I'm seeing here. Whatever you tr decide to do, niche down in that. Because that's going to be the thing that allows you to attract who sees you as authentic, relatable, and, you know, you, they buy into what it is that you have to offer for them. Yeah. So when you, when you wrote your first book, Winning Well, or one of your first books, I don't know if it was your first or your second book. So, yeah, well, it was my, it was my second, but it's the first traditionally published book. It was, okay. so yeah, we'll, we'll count that one. All right. Cause I know you had the storytelling one as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, the winning well, 
Did did you see any value in that when you started speaking? Well, after you started speaking, was oh, there yeah. any value? Oh yeah. So there's a difference, and you know, um, we had written the the first one was just a little guy, you know. So, but when we wrote this winning well, which really, I mean, we we worked. I mean, it's substantial, right? And having a substantial book, whether it's traditionally published or or you self publish it, I don't think that's what matters. It's that it's really carefully done, uh, that is really serving your target audience, that transformed the business once we had that. Mm -hmm. And so what we found was, so a meeting planner would call and they'd be, you know, interviewing a couple of people. And I'd say, just let me send you your book. Just let me send you the book. Mm -hmm. The minute I got the book in their hands, we we closed the deal. Mm -hmm. And because I think, and and, you know, particularly for longer term training programs, one of the things I'll say is, just open to the table of contents and skim down. I could speak on any of that. I can yeah. train your team on any of that. <laughs> and and now the thing is, that's only like a third of what we have, you know, because yeah. we have these other uh, have been doing work since then. But so I think that it it gives you credibility because it shows that you have content, mm-hmm. you know, that it's not just. I mean, it, motivation is great, and yes, right. good stories and good stage presence and audience engagement is vital. And for me, because we are, my husband and, and I run our business together, we are content speakers. And mm-hmm. so you will learn something and not everybody is, and that's cool. Uh, but for us, for our niche, our tribe, we, you will be able to get a practical tool that you can go and use right away. Yeah. And that's the value proposition that we offer. Yeah. And so by giving the book, people can see what that could be. Right. Yeah. I think going on the days where people just want to be motivated. <laughs> like, don't just, don't just leave me feeling good inside. Like, what, what am I going to do with all this good feeling? Right. So I, I think that's so important for us to, you know, again, like don't just inspire people, but transform, transform their lives. That yeah. That's so important, especially now, now in, in the midst of a pandemic and people being stuck at home, doing work, not having an understanding of, what it is to create balance because everything is merged together. People want something tangible. Yeah. When when you when you talked about sending those books to those organizations, what did you do? Was it just was it just a book, or you know, did you did you leave a note, or what was it that made that book stand out and make them want to book with you? Well, so usually it will start with what this is how business comes in for us. Someone reads a blog post almost 100% of the time, unless it's a referral, which also happens, or, or recurring work. Mm-hmm. Someone reads an article we've written on our blog. Um, it used to be that 95% of our work came from content marketing. Now as word is spreading, also word of mouth. But, uh, you know, so they read the article and then they say, ah, I, I, am, I want that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so our most popular article is about ambiguity. So people are searching for ambiguity, dealing with ambiguity, we pop up because of SEO, it, they go to the, art, the article. Then on the sidebar, it says, oh, here, you can watch our speaking reels. You can book us. Here's, and you know, up on the top, there's all the leadership development programs. Yeah. So people come in through there, they poke around, and then we have a contact form. So they submit their contact form or they send me an email. I get on the phone and then I talk to them. I listen to yeah. what it is, that, what is the real problem they're looking to solve? And yeah. are we the right people to solve that problem for them? Yeah. And, you know, from there, then I say, hey, can I send you a book? And everybody likes a free book. It's so funny. They could be, you know, they could be a CEO mm-hmm. <laughs> of a major corporation. <laughs> 
but they get thrilled if you send them a signed copy of a $20 book. I'm like, dude, you could afford this book yourself, you know? Um, it's the last but, person I want to give it to for free. <laughs> but so I, you know, we, we don't make a lot of money on books. I, I probably yeah. given away as many books as, as we've sold, mm. but, but what it does is it, it, is is a very um, a very good brochure. So you know we yeah. and so like for when I send out a courageous cultures book, I'll, I'll say to the, you know, uh, Joe, keep encouraging courage. You know, exclamation point. We both sign it. Then I put a copy of the um, a, an infographic of the research that's nicely brightly co- colored. Uh, I'll say, I'll write a little note that goes with it. I have a bookmark that says I'm trying to look around here. Uh, I have a bookmark that has the idea model, which is our uh, one of our signature pieces that mm-hmm. is really nice. And then on the back of the bookmark it says, "Don't forget to leave a review." <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> you know, so, at a minimum, hopefully they'll at least read the book and write a review and, yeah. and tell their friends. But usually they say, okay, now, and then mm-hmm. I'll, I'll schedule a follow-up call. Now let's talk about what, you know, what you're looking for. And then I'll put yeah. together a program design for them yeah. based on what, so it's, it's an iterative process, Yeah, you know, and we, most of the work we do is not just a one-off keynote. We certainly do those. Uh, but what we love is a six week program mm-hmm. or a, a six module program. It could be once a week for six weeks. It could be once a month for six months, yeah. but because we love the space learning over time to introduce something, give a concept, let them go apply it. Then we have some technology that does some cool things in between that shoots things to their phone for micro reinforcement. Then they come back, we debrief how it went because that's how you make real change. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's how you build sustainability with your business. Yeah. These, these one-offs, you know, you can have them, but I'm, I'm trying to get in a relationship. I'm trying to marry you. You know, <laughs> I, yeah. I like how you were you were saying there. There's so many different touch points that went on before you got that engagement, and I think that's something that we need to see as well. Like how many how many contacts can we make? You know, with with these individuals who are the decision makers, and yeah. I see that you turned uh, what a, a thirty five dollar investment into what I mean what. 5K, 10K, 20K uh, for, you know, working with the client. So that, that, that is so important to, to invest. Yeah, that's what I would say is just add value. It's, it's really interesting. I'm watching people on LinkedIn and they're driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll, they'll reach out and they'll say, oh, I see you, you know, have something in common, blah, blah, blah. And then, and I can smell it a mile away Uh-oh. now. And I'm like, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> Versus, you know, hey, like how I do on LinkedIn, it, which is working really well. Mm-hmm. Hi, I see that you run this company, da, 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 right? Yep. I, we've done some research recently on courageous cultures that seems to be really resonating. Would you mind if I sent you a free chapter? So then they're adding value and then they get this chapter mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, wow, this chapter is really helpful. Thank you so much. So now, yeah. they, you know, and then I don't sell them from there. Right. I just, what I'll say is, okay, great. Or have a start a conversation or would you like this free tool? Because we also have this idea incubator guide, which is giving away five of our major tools from the book. Again, adding value. Yep. Yep. You know, I'm never asking for the sale. Now my marketing uh, company is like, you should be asking for the sale more, but <laughs> I, I really am. I'm, I'm, I really believe that, that yeah. if it's for them, it won't miss them in that way. If I'm continuing to add value, plus they're connected with me on LinkedIn. So 
Now there, I, I do an asking for a friend um, session every Friday at eleven thirty, uh, live every other week. People should join; it's really fun. But we bring on guests or we talk, and and we it's very practical. Mm-hmm. So now they're connected with me on LinkedIn. Yeah. Then every Friday, I'm popping into their feed. They're seeing the engagement again, right. getting more Touch value. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, and then I'll put pictures of events. So it was really interesting. One of my biggest clients came from, she saw pictures from an event and it was highly engaged event. It was back when we were doing live events and she was a a connection of a connection. She wasn't even a first connection. Mm -hmm. She reached out, connected with me, texted me and said, "Um, whatever you did there, I want you to come do that for my team. Just buy the pictures. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what it is, but whatever you did there. Let me get that. <laughs> and, awesome. and, that, and one thing has led to another. It's two years later, and we've done multiple events for them. And we've got another one in the works right now. So, you know, I think that that's adding value, adding value. So it's, it's about your client or your prospect helping mm-hmm. them, not about you and your business. The business will come is, has been how we've approached it. Impact. Impact first. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, I, I think... In the society that we live in today, although, you know, it's so great that you have all of these products, right? Uh, The books and, you know, the different modules and programs. What would you say to someone who is still silent and waiting for that validation piece? That's what I call it, like that book or, you know, whatever it might be, a certification. What would you say to that person who is waiting I would say start and start small. And I will tell you, so even though I was a Verizon executive and had a lot of experience, I had to start at the beginning as a keynote speaker. And I I laugh because I say my first paid gig was a crystal bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Like Literally, I spoke for free. But at the end, he gave me a crystal bowl. Okay, Mm -hmm. which I did, you know, I I did did not need a crystal bowl. Um, But what I did get, was can I can I video it right and now I'm in front of an audience of 75 people and I that was the start of my speaking reel uh I spoke at my parents church (laughs) (laughs) but I got do you know but you but you film yeah you film film. and because it's very hard to start without some kind of a reel Right. And I, you know, I laugh at my first reel, right? Like, but it was a reel and it worked. And, and so I think you have to think about it as being iterations, mm-hmm. you know, do the best you can with whatever budget you have, with whether, whatever footage you have, get started. Yeah. And then don't be afraid. You're, I mean, don't go like Amazon and Microsoft are a client now. They weren't like client that first year. To start off, right? <laughs> right. It was, um, this restoration company, you know, this small little company that, uh, you know, t- turned over if your house flooded yeah. and they're frontline supervisors and they pay me about this much money, mm-hmm. but I tested the material, yeah. right? And I, I got, got stories and I, I learned how the tools worked. And so I think that's okay. Um, and my first slides were not that beautiful, you know, but if you just start. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, it reminds me of the story of, of loving where you're at. Uh, is this this guy he proposed to his girlfriend at, at KFC, and everybody was making fun of him on social media. Like I can't believe men proposing to girls at KFC. You know, men are so cheap. But because of all that attention that that picture got, 
people were telling them, hey, I'll pay for your wedding. I'll pay for your, your suit. I'll, I'll pay for your ring because they because they love where they were at. It, it allowed them to have access to more things. And sometimes we just want to be at that moment. But if we don't appreciate the moment that we're at right now, we can never get to that moment because we're not grateful for this. You know, and, and so it's, it's finding now yeah. uh, having that sense of urgency for now, because that's authentic, that's authenticity, right? Yeah. People can see that that's genuine to you and they'll love that more than you being perfect. Yes. Yes. And I think figure out what it is that you are, wh- what are you going to add value with? Like, what's yeah. your thing? So, you know, for me, it's that I have so much experience, <laughs> old, right? So I, that's, but that's my thing. Like you, I do this asking for a friend Well, people, and I'll do it live where people just put in an index card and just give me their, their leadership problems and their questions. And David and I can go, boom, 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 answer, 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 answer. Why? Because we've done it. We've been there. Right. right? So, you know, that, that for me, that's our superpower. Like that's what we can do. We have, we've seen it, seen it all. We've seen some really crazy situations and we've, we, but if you ground yourself in confidence and humility, focus on results and relationships, how do you solve this situation? And because that's the approach that we come with, confidence, humility, results, and relationships, even if we haven't seen that situation, we can say, well, what would a confident, humble person do in that, in that situation? Mm-hmm. What would somebody do if they were trying to focus on results and relationships? And we can teach it. So in the moment, in our programs, I think that's why people, that was where we started, even before I had all the tools. Yeah. And then from there, I built the tools, mm-hmm. you know, and I think, so figure out what it is. Is it that you're, mot- is it that you're authentic? Is it that you're motivated? It, it, what, what is it that you can do immediately to add value for your tribe? Mm-hmm. And sh- start with that. Don't try to be someone that you are not. It's been one of the things that David was, inter- it was interesting when we were first coming together. He said, when he started as a speaker, he tried to be like this big charismatic speaker because that's what he thought speakers were. Yeah. He's not. I mean, he's a really calm, sincere, introverted guy. Yeah. But he can get you, he can pull, he can, you know, he can pull an audience in with that, with that. And so that, and so I am more of the big, you know, Right, so, but, but we get on stage together, right? And now yeah. that we're managing the energy of big and calm, and and, yeah, and so knowing yeah. knowing who you are, until he started to lead and, and speak with his voice, yeah, he didn't. He wasn't getting the response. But the minute yeah. he could figure out, oh, I don't have to be this; I can be that as long as I am the best version of that that I right. can be. Right. Yeah, I, I always tell the story when I when I first started speaking. I always watch Eric Thomas. I don't know if you know Eric Thomas, motivational speaker. He's yep. high energy. Yep. And I was like, all right, like, I got to be like E.T. And mm-hmm. I didn't lost my whole voice when I was on the stage. I had to get some water in the middle of my speech. <laughs> but I, I wasn't me. Right. right? And because I, want, I wasn't me, I couldn't do it. Yeah. It didn't connect. It didn't connect with my throat. <laughs> it didn't connect with the audience. Right. So definitely, I, I agree with you. What and that's something that we teach within the program that we have, the Journey to Pay Speaking Gigs, is how, what is my voice? What is that authentic me that shines like a light when it comes to me, you know, being in the audience in a room full of people? I think, I think that's so important. 
definitely know your voice, find your voice and stay in your lane. Like my, my teacher used to tell me. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so from your experience, what would you say is the most effective way to close paid speaking gigs? Make sure you hear what it is that their audience really needs. So, you know, I'll say, what do you want your audience to think, do, or say, or feel at the end of, I walk off the stage. What are, what are they, what's left behind in your mind? That, and, and why would you consider it a success? And usually when I say that, it's funny. They need a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to think about that. They're like, wow, that's a really good question. And then you, then you can say, okay, once they say, all right, and then say, well, this is how I would do that. And um, because people don't want to buy, I mean, if you're just going to, they can watch a YouTube video or blast a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, they, right, if, you're, if it's not going to be customized to them. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's the thing is how are you going to meet them where they are and show how you will do that and then have a way to really do it. Like that's the other thing that I find is a mistake of some speakers is they say, oh yeah, I'm totally going to uh, customize this for you. And then they don't, mm. they don't know the, learn the vocabulary. They don't mm. put, figure out the acronyms and they say something that feels completely tone deaf. Uh, right. You know, that's like going into a hospital and saying, um, well, now that everybody's working from home, right. Which, <laughs> nobody's working from home. No, they're no, no, right? so stressed out because they are not working from home. Yeah. Right? Frontline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I, th- I think, I think that's well said, Karen, you know, I, I thank you so much for taking the time to be a part of this podcast. And before we go, I just want you to let the tribe know, how can we get in touch with you? How can we stay connected with you on your journey to really showing people how to lead their lives with excellence Yeah, so our website is letsgrowleaders.com. And we have a blog that, uh, so you can subscribe to our newsletter and we're always sending out uh, once a week, you'll receive uh, articles and that kind of thing. We also have a remote teams resource center that everything there is for free. So lots of free content. And uh, LinkedIn, I love connecting with people on LinkedIn. Uh, We're very active on LinkedIn. And on Fridays at 11.30 Eastern, you can join us for asking for a friend. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're looking for a little more, maybe you're looking for ways to find that big story that's inside of you. You're looking for speaking and writing tips so that you can engage with your audience. Maybe you're looking to find ways to attract these paid speaking gigs. Well, We created a program. It's called the Journey to Paid Speaking Gigs program. It's an eight-week program designed for you to find your voice, develop your message, so that you can get consistently paid speaking gigs. Head to journeytopaidspeakinggigs.com to enroll in our new program that we have for December the 15th. This is your time to break the silence. I'll see you on the other side.